Like, would you rather would you rather get caught by your parents having sex, or catch your parents having sex? I'd rather get caught. I would rather get caught. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. I never want to see my parents having sex. That no. is so bad. Yeah. The fact that they still fuck is a crime to me. <laughs> the two bad bodies just slamming into each other <laughs> is so gross to me. You're not, a, you're not a trash bag yet. We're fucking trash bags. We're back, you fucking idiots. Jessica's gonna fall asleep. Because she hasn't done a fucking thing. Oh, you got tatted today. I did get tattooed today. Yeah. Dude. Some people say that you've been getting tatted too you've been getting tatted too much. Who says that? Well, we've all you know been what? we all talk hey, behind your back. Fuck off. Okay. Fair enough. I like the, I honestly like that. I respect it. Um My body, my choice. Mm, yeah. My money. My choice. My body, my choice. Yeah. That's the thing people say now, right? Yeah. Well, you know, my, again, if I'm not fucking hurting you, if I'm not forcing you to get a tattoo, mind your own fucking business. Yeah. But you posted that thing where like you, per, like it's therapy to you. Right. Cause you haven't went to therapy since you started getting tatted. Right. But it, it's not correlated. Oh. So what happened was maybe if you had more money to go to therapy because of no tattoos, <laughs> no. you know what I mean? More money, more no, therapy. No, no, no. What happened was, um, I was doing therapy every Friday and I would get like a text message on Thursday. Like, Hey, just a rem- reminder, you have therapy tomorrow at 11. Well, I never got that text message and grief brain. I've mentioned it before. I could have m- a notification, like put it in my calendar, like, Hey, let me know that this is what's going to happen, whatever. And I'll still forget about it. Like I need a reminder for a reminder. So Thursday came, I never got a text message Friday. I'm sitting on the couch and I'm talking to Samantha and she's like, Oh, did you do therapy already? And I was like, Holy shit. And I looked at the clock and it was 12 o'clock. And normally my therapist would message me if I'm running late. She'd be like, Hey, just want to let you know, like, make sure you have the right link. I want to make sure that you're whatever. And she never messaged me either. And so a couple weeks go by. I never bothered to, okay, this is, I never bothered to reach out to her to reschedule. Just like I'm still paying for Xfinity at my apartment and I moved out of there two, three months ago and I keep forgetting to call them and tell them to cancel my plan. It's just, when you have grief brain, there are so many other things that you'd rather deal with. So many other things that you have to do that things like that, just, they don't matter. You don't give a shit. Mm -hmm. Um, so calling my therapist was never anything that crossed my mind. And a few weeks went by and she was like, hey, you know, if you're ready to reschedule, I could get you back on the books. And I was like, hey, you know what? Right now it doesn't really work because I'm in the middle of moving. Um, let me hit you up when I'm done with that. Well, when I was done with that, the kids started school and I was like, huh, well, now I'm busy with that and trying mm-hmm. to get that routine going. Um, so it has not, it's just coincidentally grief brain sounds a lot like procrastinating. It really is. But it, it, 
It's just forgetfulness. It's forgetfulness. And no matter how hard you try to remember, though, that's yeah. the thing. Like, I am trying hard to remember these things. I'm trying hard to get the energy and the motivation to do these things. And I just don't give a fuck. But, uh, but all, you say that. But also, like, you remember that you had a tattoo appointment today. Did. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like, no, no, you're prioritizing shit. You're like, you know what? Exactly I'd what rather get tatted today than go talk to somebody about what My I'm feelings. going through. Yeah. I'd rather get tattooed than cry. Yes. Dude, that's, yeah, that's, it's not even close. <laughs> I'd way rather get tattooed than cry. But my thing is, is I cry a lot anyways. Yeah, I don't, I haven't seen that. You yeah. do that a lot by yourself? I I will only cry by myself oh, for okay. the most part now. Mm-hmm. Only because I really hate having people just stand there. They, they don't know what to do. Yeah, it's fucking terrifying sometimes. Yeah, so... Like, I, I get it. Like, I understand why, but I'm like, well, you, you don't want to say anything fucking stupid. So, like, last night, I was watching this show on Netflix. It's called Life After Death. And it's about a medium and he's reading all these people. And I've always been into this type of stuff. Ever since I was a little girl, I've been into these types of shows. We know. We don't need any backstory. We've talked about this. You're into fucking, I I so badly want to hit one of these buttons. Yeah. The other way, we were life after death. You've been into mediums for a long time. Okay. So I'm watching this show and he's reading this one lady and her story sounds so similar to mine. Her husband passed away when he was 32. Um, it was, well, hers wasn't sudden. That's the, that is one thing that is, is mm. different. Uh, he ended up having like brain cancer or whatever. Um, so they kind of knew where it was going, but a lot of the things that he said and a lot of things that he read from the husband, the husband coming through, it made me fucking cry because it was like, that sounds like Mario. That sounds like Mario. That sounds like. That sounds like Mario Mm -hmm. Uh, because yes, her husband had been sick, um, but he had said like, you know, your husband is making it sound like he waited for permission to pass and he just wants to thank you for that. You, by you giving him the permission, it allowed him to pass peacefully. And so then she explained her side of the story and she was like, yeah, you know, we were all, he was at home. We were all surrounding him and, and half of you is crying out, no, you pull through this. You can make it through this. And then the other half of you wants to give them permission to leave because you know, you know what the end result is going to be. And like I had said in one of the last episodes is I didn't want him to die feeling like he was a failure. I didn't want him to die hearing us begging him and pleading for him to stay and then him not being able to follow through with that. Right. Mm -hmm. So she was saying that she told her husband, you know, it's okay. You could let go. I'll be fine. And he passed away right after that. And that's the same thing with, Mario, he fought for hours and it got to a point where I knew that there was no more fighting. There was nothing. The doctors had done everything they could do there. There was nothing left. And I was like, it's okay. You could let Mm -hmm. go. And within minutes he passed away. And so hearing this medium tell her, you know, he's thanking you for this. And he says that because you gave him the permission, he was able to peacefully transition it made me feel better about what i did because it's like okay i know when i spoke to a medium 
she had acknowledged that Mario was like, hey, thank you for picking up the pieces. Thank you for doing everything because I'm able to rest in peace. Yeah. So it just, it validated it even more. So, yeah, I cried at that episode. <laughs> Does it, when you, uh, when you watch, I don't know why, I, I constantly have that feeling of like, you know, I'll, I'll think about something or whatever. And then like, I don't know, within a day's time, whatever I'm thinking or whatever, will pop up randomly and something that I'm not even like nothing that I've it's almost like a premonition no it's not a premonition well maybe but what I was gonna say it's almost like when you talk about something around your phone like you talk about wanting to buy a new truck or whatever the fuck it is and then you go on your phone and you have all these ads for like like the truck you're looking yeah you know what I mean so like it's kind of uh, that's kind of like one. If kind of like that feels like one in the same type of thing. So like that. <clears throat> not that you were thinking about it yesterday, but like that kind of speaks to you, or is it kind of, or is it? So this is the thing. Or is it that? Is it that right? Or is it the fact like when you buy a new car, or you have somebody close to you that buys a new car, and then all of a sudden you start seeing that car, and you're like, I've never seen so many of these cars before. No. Is that like you? Is it like king you in to seeing those new cars because the person bought them, or what? What is it? Are you are you talking about hearing her story? Is it? So is it? Is it? In this instance, I. It, I'm going to come across those stories because that's what this show is about. It's yeah, about no, I know people that. that are tragically passing away. But for me, it was, it was for me in that instance, it was just validation. I did the right thing. I said the right thing. And hopefully Mario feels the same way. And, yeah. and it made me, and hearing all of these stories, it made me feel good in everything that I have done since he's passed away. Because I truly believe that how we deal with their grief affects their soul and and the work that their soul has to do and the progress that they're making or the lack of progress i feel like if we sit and we let it weigh us down and we let it hold us back and we let it destroy our life it is destroying their soul their soul is not able to rest in peace um and yeah, but it, when, so for when, me hearing all of these things and him like talk about what these spirits are saying, it's like, okay, good. I'm on the right path. And, and I know I'm making him proud and I know the kids are making him proud. Like me watching this show opened up a whole crazy conversation that I had with Gavin yesterday. And he, Gavin doesn't talk about Mario's passing really uh, well, at all. neither one of your kids do. They don't. And and I know that they don't talk to me about it because they don't like to see me cry. And they know that if they bring it up, I am going to cry. Um, so I, that's why I know that they don't say shit to me. And I brought that up to him yesterday. And um, But we were talking and the shit he says to me, it's like he's an adult. Yo, he sound, by the way, he sounds just like him. <laughs> I, Some of the shit he says, I'm like, man, this is going to be rough for a long time. Yeah. But like hearing what Gavin had to say, it brought me a lot of peace, too, because as a parent going through this, you worry about your children. You worry about you're like, OK, I'm fucking sad. 
I can only imagine how they're fucking feeling. And I can only imagine what this is going to do to their life. So as a mom, you're, you're carrying the grief for your children also. And realistically, you don't have to, Mm -hmm. um, because I think my children are going to be just fine. And like, by the way, that's not wrong to say, like as much as that sucks to like voice out loud, like that, they're going to be fine. Like, in time, everybody's fun. like, it's, it feels so weird to even say it in time. Everybody will be, uh, fool again. Right. Including yourself. Like you're going to take the longest for sure. You know what I mean? And, uh, them, I, I mean, when you look like, what's the appropriate time because they almost, feel, it almost feels sometimes like hanging out with them, like, oh, do you not understand the gravity of your situation? Right, because you know they I mean? handle it so well. Because it's like you guys don't like, like uh, Gavin will talk about Mario. I haven't heard to date. Haven't heard Sadie say anything. So Sadie? it's like, well, is she internalizing it and she's dealing with it on her own. Right. Not that it's. I mean, everybody deals with every. I mean, every now and again, if you get Gavin late night. He'll talk about some wild shit. Yeah. Or you were like, well, how are you only that old? And you're saying shit like this. So, so, okay. Around Father's Day, I had asked the kids, you know, what do you want to do for Father's Day? How do you want to celebrate it? Whatever. And Gavin was like, you know, I'm kind of tired of everybody asking us about that. He goes, you know, don't get me wrong. I'm not saying people shouldn't check in on us. I'm not saying that people shouldn't ask me and Sadie how we're doing. But realistically, everybody needs to be asking how you are. Everybody needs to be checking in on you. He was like, he was your person. You were with, you were with him for 21 years. You're the one that can't go to the store without crying. And you're the one that won't go places because it hurts you too bad. And he's like, you are the one that people need to be worried about. And I'm like, how, how are you so like, how are you so mature? And then like last night when we were talking, um, he was like, you know, I understand. He goes, I know that like this whole situation sucks. He goes, I would never want this to be the outcome, but I'm glad that this is what happened. He goes, because I know that had he survived, he wouldn't be the same person. Yeah. He would not have been the same person at all, and it would have been hard. It would have been miserable for him, and he would have hated it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, so I'm glad that it happened the way it did and where it happened and, and how it happened because he was doing what he loved and he didn't suffer. Yeah. And it was just... How, like... It's, like, you're so mature. How are you so mature and and able to like process all of this? And like I, I asked him because I've never asked him about that morning because that morning they the kids were still asleep when I got the phone call. I was going to say they probably had to be woken up to it. Right? They woke up and came running into the kitchen. And in my mind, looking back at it, I don't remember being loud. I don't remember making a big scene because I didn't really know what was going on at the time. Um, But so I asked Gavin, I was like, when you woke, like, what woke you up? 
And he goes, I don't remember if it was you walking past my room and getting something out of the room or if it was you screaming. And he goes, I just remember me and Sadie, we woke up at the same time and we looked at each other like, what the fuck's going on? He goes, and I instantly he didn't felt, say what the fuck, uh, well, yeah, I know. Yeah, okay. uh, he's like, what's going on? Um, he goes, and I instantly just felt anxiety. He goes, I felt like something was wrong. And, um, yeah, so we had, we had a really deep conversation and I'm so glad that he has the mindset that he does. And Sadie, she's, she's a little mini me. She's very spiritual. She's very, very in tune <laughs> with signs and symbols and everything. And she'll be like, mom, dad's in the room with us right now. And I'm like, okay, how do you know? And she'll tell me. And I'm like, all right, well, you know, talk to him. Like, say, like, say thank you for the signs. <laughs> say hi. So. Is it, oh man, I don't know. You're raising one of those, huh? Hell yeah. She's going to have long armpit hair. <laughs> if that's what she wants, <laughs> go for She's it. She's not going to shave her legs and shit. Hey. Yeah, a bunch of crystal yeah whatever makes her happy oh I mean, what yeah whatever it's, you know what and like i don't know why i thought about this earlier and then now that you said this like if you had to pick one if you had to know um when or how you died which one would you pick fuck it's tough I right I wouldn't want to... Oh, damn. Because you can't... So, like, let's just say, realistically, like, that was a, a question prompted. Like, you got asked that question so from somebody who really knew. You can't really... Cred, you know, how you determine them to be credible or not, you couldn't really check. But let's just say that you knew that this person knew. I wouldn't want to know either. I don't want to know either... No, neither do I. But I'm saying if you had to pick one, which if one? I absolutely like. I had no choice, and I had to pick yes. one. I would maybe say, um, fuck. I don't know because if you find out how oh, I'm you going die, how, I'm going how. If you find out how you die, you're gonna do everything you can to avoid whatever that. Yes, is. but it does. But in, but, it, but doesn't it doesn't change. change. It doesn't change. So you can either exacerbate. Is that the word? Yeah. Or you can just continue on life as is. And like, maybe you die sooner or maybe you die. Like you never know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like which one would it be? I'd pick how, because I don't want to know when. Cause like, imagine the anxiety of knowing when. Yeah. But, um, and then, but then, but then this, um, imagine being me and like, yo, you die of diabetes and you're like, fuck. Yeah. It runs in my family. Yeah, so like, when does like, that when does that hit me? Yeah, like, when, when do, I, hit, do I do I say fuck it and I just keep drink a shit ton of milkshakes and I just die at forty? Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, so like when you said that thing about Gavin saying he was cool or like he's glad that it happened the way that it did. Like for me, it's like selfishly, I'm like no, like I would like to be. I'd like to live every day, right? Yes. But if you're, I've thought about it. Like if you got, I mean, whatever, whatever those diseases are where you're essentially, um, you're there eyes open, but you can't communicate nothing like no. 
the, the anxiety that it gives me to think about those people. And now that we have, we have technology now where like you can, they can use their eyes to communicate or whatever. Right. Mm -hmm. But if you couldn't talk and you couldn't move, like how you would not just feel trapped as a person that gives me anxiety. Yeah. That's the shit that gives me anxiety. I'd rather, I'd rather go like, and not know it. Yeah. I mean, I don't. So you're like speaking in terms of like how he was on life support. No, no, no. I'm not speaking. Well, I didn't think you were going to say that. I mean, you've said that previously, but I've, I mean, that's, yeah, I've had that thought of like. So I, here's what I think. I think being spiritual again, not, not medically. This might be controversial. I'm going to say this before you, I, I, I know that you can keep this, your thought and I can't keep mine. Is life support. In some way inhumane. It can be. But. Imagine a chick. Imagine a woman. Being like my body my choice. Like people make those choices. Like don't ever put me on life support. Yeah. Those are that's like one in the same right. Yeah. It, it will remember there was that case where the little girl. Um was on life support and the doctors wanted to take her off. And the mom was like, no, fuck you. You're not. Yeah. And so she was on life support for years. So, I mean, it, which is, she ended up like, it's a, it's a selfish thing to do. It is, but I completely understand why you would do it. Like if, if they're, I mean, 10% I would, is better than zero. Exactly. So they're like, I, they have a 10% chance. You're like, yeah, all right. That's way better Mar- than zero. Exactly. I yeah. would have kept Mario on life support forever if I could have. Um, but that wasn't an option. And so for me, going back to what I was saying, what I think happened is I think that he, he passed away where he was at, clearly, because he went without a heartbeat for so long. Yeah they were finally able to get it back when he was at the hospital. I think his soul, his spirit needed to give me a last goodbye because had they not been able to revive him, I wouldn't have been able to spend all those hours at his side. Mm -hmm. I wouldn't have been able to have all those hours trying to figure things out and not, not, accepting the situation because I'm never going to accept what the fuck happened, but yes, accepting this is where this is going to go and this is how it's going to happen. And it I couldn't, think, it couldn't be instant where it was thrust upon you immediately. You had to have those hours to accept what the reality was going to become. Right. Yeah. So I think his soul knew that at the bare minimum, I needed that. I think his soul wanted to give me that those last moments and, and his mom too. Cause it was me and his mom for the longest time. And mm-hmm. then they finally let his dad into the room and then his siblings, but it was me and his mom. And I think he knew we were, we would need that. And I got to say my last goodbye to him. And I got to, I got to be his rock for a change. And I got to hold him up and support him and, Tell him mm-hmm. it's going to be okay. 
because our, our, our marriage for so long it was him dealing with my anxiety and him picking up the pieces and him being my rock and him telling me everything's going to be okay. And this was my chance to repay him. Um, and I, 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 I did it. Um, and I don't want to go back on that promise. I like, so th- wait, does that give you peace of mind then? Because like going to, uh, the medium, um, does it like, does that in them telling you like their soul contracts or whatever, like they, like they've said, then that was, then that's what was written, right? Yeah. And that's why I keep saying, like, I think, so the, the medium had told me that Mario and I were twin flames. And a twin flame is a a stronger bond than what a soulmate is. Like we're inseparable and um, all this shit. So basically our souls are one. Our soul is It's like one one. and the same. Yeah. I had an ex that thought that we were twin flames. (laughs) Sweetheart, I ain't talked to you in a long time. (laughs) We ain't twin flames. So um basically what it is is you're it's one soul split in half yeah he's half me i'm half him and now that he's gone she's like your soul still goes and searches for him so when you're asleep and you wake up and you're still really drained and you're still really tired she's like it's because your soul's not fully in your body your soul is out looking for him and she's like you need to meditate you need to bring yourself back because if you're not able to live your life to the fullest the both of you cannot ascend to your highest ability. Yeah. So, uh, so that's getting very spiritual there. Um, <laughs> Wait. So does that mean? So does mean? Does that mean? Okay. So if you guys are twin flames, twin flames, that means the soul split. You guys are one and the same, right? We're one and the same. So then your soul is constantly searching. Your half of soul essentially is searching for its other half all right. the time. So then you're in some way just searching for yourself. Yeah. Because your twin flame is. It's an extension of you. Yeah. Yeah. Does not everybody have that though? Everybody has a twin flame, but not everybody gets to meet or be with their twin flame. You'll imagine, imagine you're like you like imagine you go through life with some chick you hate. That you have like three kids with, but you don't want to pay child support to. And then you meet somebody who's like, she's me and I would love to be with her. But like, she's also married. And then you just got to look at her the whole time. Like, yo, that's like, well, like what lesson do yeah. I learn then? What's that lesson <laughs> I'm supposed to learn then? Well, like I said, some people never meet their twin flame. God, I hope. I mean, I've been single for a while, so I hope that I meet mine at some point. <laughs> So anyways, what I was getting at is since she says that we're twin flames, I think our souls were trying to communicate with each other prior to this happening and trying to prepare me for it. And and him, too, because before he passed away, he did so many things. It was like as if he had a bucket list and he was checking everything off one by one by yeah, one. Yeah, shit is wild. And so when he passed away, it's so weird for me to say this. And people are probably going to think this chick is fucking crazy. She's unhinged. They've already thought that. We're 26 minutes in. Then for 24 minutes, they're like, this bitch is losing her goddamn shit. So the moment he passed away, a sense of 
peace washed over my body. And I don't know how else to describe it. I don't know how to explain it, but it felt like I was at peace. And the immediate thought of he knew this was going to happen popped into my head. And then it was like, it was like as if his life flashed before my eyes because I started like instantly thinking about all the shit that he had just done. And I was like, he knew his soul knew that this was happening. What's man. I don't, I try not to think about this as I really do because it kind of fucks with me a little bit. Um, was it, uh, new year's Eve? Yes. New Year's Eve, like when I talked to him, the first thing he said when he, when I, I called him because I was like, you know, nobody was really doing shit. I was, I was essentially at home at like 10 and he was like, um, what was it? He's like, did you call me earlier? Are you, you were calling me, right? And I was like, no, what are you talking about? And you, this was, you were there. So, you know, like he had got. He got phone calls from me. Yeah, he had a bunch of missed calls from you. Which says, but when we're on the phone, I go back and I I looked while he's on the phone with me, and I had not once called him. And then we talked for like 15 minutes. And lo and behold, I'm like, I mean, outside of you guys, and is that one of the last people that uh, talked to him? Yeah. Oh, look, here we go. What's going on here? Oh, she decided to pop in on the podcast. What's up, Aunt Karen? Yeah. <laughs> yep. There was no sign. I, mean, I told Sadie to tell you guys. Let's see, this is what happens. Um, what happens is you don't have a studio. Yeah. But yeah, so like that shit fucks with me because uh, I think a lot of people like you kind of take for granted people in your life because you just think they're always going to be there. Yeah. Right. And I never really fully processed like the full, uh, like maybe what Mario had meant to me, but shit, I talked to the dude for hours a day, every day for years. Yeah. So, so I, then when we, so then we were like kind of distant and he was doing his shit with UPS and like we worked kind of different hours. Like he would call me on his lunch, but I'm already at home and like he's working till seven, eight, nine o'clock at night. Like we didn't really talk as much, but every time we got together and which is wild, like one of the last, I've told you one of the last times I ever hung out like with him was him, me and him drinking in the front yard here for like three hours. Yeah. And multiple came, multiple people came out like, are you guys going to come inside? We're like, yeah, we'll come inside in a minute. We were leg- legitimately out there for three hours talking about his life. <laughs> We've never talked about it before. Like never. And that was two weeks prior. Yeah. So I think, again, there are no coincidences. Somehow, some way, someone was trying to get you two to talk that night. You were one of the last people he talked to. Yeah. And you're the one person that has stepped up the most since. Well, I mean, I've been injured a lot of the time, so and, I don't have much else to even, do. But even if you, even when even you were I, working, yeah, you I was were working, coming yeah, here fucking, after work. I took vacation like two weeks after to just hang out. Yeah. And that's like, that's uh, like being here, being, you know, X amount of months removed from it and like thinking about it. 
Because you don't really think about it when you're in it. You just, you know, just do whatever you do or whatever. You start a podcast together. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, when I do step back and think about it, I'm like, oh, like, I don't really remember taking vacation a week and a half after everything happened or two weeks after whenever it was. But it was like everything that happened was like a, a perfect I don't know, like everything happened perfectly for me to be able to do that. And then me getting injured at work and being on light duty and then being able to come here. And then really injuring yourself. And then really injuring myself and being here. Like <laughs> legitimately uh, two, week, two weeks after starting the podcast, injuring myself to be like, yeah. yo, you just need to focus on this shit. It's kind of like, okay, well maybe I need to, no matter how much. And like today's one of those days, like we talked about it. Like I don't want to record this shit. I don't want to do it. You don't want to do it. Yeah. We're be like, oh, this is one of the shortest ones we're going to do. We're 30 minutes in and we haven't stopped talking. And it's like, okay, well, then maybe there's certain things that make you feel like, okay, I'm doing well, at least for me as a person that when I do them, I'm like, okay, I'm on the right path. Yeah. Right. Like, I don't know if it's deja, whatever deja vu. Some people have de- when you have deja vu, when I have deja vu, at least I'm like, that's me letting that's me letting me know that I'm doing what I'm supposed to do type thing. Right. That's how I view deja vu going. I don't know what the fuck it out, what it's supposed to mean to anybody else. But like, for me, I'm like, okay, I'm doing what I'm supposed to do. Like granted, this is called alcohol and anxiety for a reason. Like me drinking as much as I, <laughs> as I am, maybe that's justification. Maybe I'm giving myself justification. I mean that I can, you know, we can do away with that. Um, but if you believe, if you do genuinely believe that every decision that you make is um, like a, I mean, how would you how would you say it? Because I'm trying to view it as like how Gavin views the multiverse. <laughs> so <laughs> but so what, like every fraction of everything you do has ripples exactly. in everything. So like you have different paths you can take. But if me drinking too much, right? Mm-hmm. And the dehydration level in my body led to the fact that I would have a torn Achilles, <laughs> <laughs> which we can't say, like, we can't discount. Like, that may really be a thing. Maybe. Right. That could really be a thing. That may be why I tore my Achilles. It's not that I was, like, super fucking athletic. <laughs> <laughs> you, you didn't do anything crazy. But that's why, like, I feel like as much as everybody loves all the laughter and your crazy rants and you talking out your ass spewing false fucking statistics it's not and false. everything. It's, they're not false. They just haven't been proven yet. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I know everybody loves that and that's probably why a lot of people continue to tune in because it's amusing. Um, but at the same time, we have this platform where we could talk about real life actual shit that matters and unfortunately, the one thing that is certain in everybody's life is death. Yeah, it freaks me the fuck out, man. If my story could help someone else, then great. If I could help... And and it doesn't even have to be a death. If you listen to my story and you see how I've carried myself and how I've continued doing certain things and it inspires you to do better in your life, then great. My my biggest thing is I don't want his death to go in vain and I don't want it to be for nothing. Yeah. Um and if me telling my story is what it takes then then so be it. I'm I'll be an open book and um use this platform and reach as many people as I can. 
And if you're not a spiritual person, and if you feel like I'm, I'm the devil for what I say, <laughs> then don't so fucking you mean, listen. So re- you mean religious people that are listening? Right. If you're really religious and you don't believe in any of the shit that I Wait, said, which, I, which is funny because I had a, um, I had a shower thought. I had two shower thoughts. This was the second. The first one was like, I don't look as bad as I thought I do, and the second <laughs> one was like, I and this is <laughs> totally. Out of left field and nothing that we were talking about. But if um, <laughs> if God made Adam and Eve, right, which is what how the Bible goes, right? Right. And like the sin that they made was to take a bite of the, the forbidden fruit, correct? Mm-hmm. That's how it goes. So like, I don't know why I have this thought of like, like that was just, that was curiosity, Right. It's right. just, that's just a story of curiosity of like, what if I do take this? Right. Because if you're like, okay, you're, uh, uh, Adam, Eve, you, you can, you can be here and you can live an eternal life. Mm-hmm. Are they then able to give birth to people, to children? I don't know because I don't, I mean, I've, I granted I was grown, I was raised in church. I was barely paying attention. So I don't really know what the fuck is going on. <laughs> but, um, like that was the first sin whatever the fuck you want to call it right that's what it was essentially what people would have you believe but what's interesting to me is if you believe that story to be true right Mm -hmm. then essentially like everybody comes from those two people right right but then if you see i tried to wrap my head around this and like poke holes in the argument if you believe in evolution is that like kind of like also kind of in some sense the same thing that we all came from yeah something we evolved from something not that we evolved from something because that i don't i don't i mean people find it very hard to believe like somebody created this and was like people people find that hard to believe Right, what just- I find harder to believe, and I'm not even just saying this because being rela- raised in religion, I find it so hard to believe that at one point in time we were all in a little pool, little tadpoles, and we got up to this point now, and we have like cars and shit. <laughs> I find that so like for me, I find that so hard to believe. One thing that I I find interesting in regards to religion and like how there are so many different religions they are almost all the exact same story yeah it's all so the same shit if you if you look up like norse mythology and you read about are you going like, back to like viking shit is I that nor is that norse which norse you just yes yeah, yeah okay so if you if you listen to their their belief and you read about their gods and everything it's damn near the same thing as greek mythology mm-hmm. and they just have different names for their gods and it, it really, how do you know what is real and what is fake? You don't know. Wait, were you the one person, real quick, um, that had mentioned something about sins and something about, like, who's to say your sin is worse than my sin? Hey, I believe I've said that in my past, yeah. No, but it was, like, re- just recently. Somebody was talking about, like, um, the whole Jeffrey Dahmer thing, and he was asking about... Yeah, I said if if murder is a sin and cheating on your partner is a sin, they're both the same. They're both sins. Right. One is not worse than the other. Technically, 
Technically, because technically also, one is not worse. I mean, sins are sins, right? Like, oh, you, I might have to say more fucking hell marys than you if I'm a fucking Catholic. But like, they're not one is not worse than the other. They're both sins under you know under God. That's a sin. So like, what you have to do to repent and like, like, which is wild to me is like, you can be. You can murder 15 people, but if you like, this is the shit where I, I kind of get like, this is where like reality gets slippery for me. Like reality gets slippery a lot for me. And, uh, like there's this, this constant thing for me is like, well, if, if life is what it is and like, I believe it to be true or whatever, and there's something after, right. Because I don't want this shit to end, and it's going, it's going to. Like, I'm fucking going to be 32 in two weeks. Like, I'm not anywhere close to fucking being uh, 80 years old. But also, like, I can get hit by a truck tomorrow. You know what I mean? Like, and, like, to be honest with you, like, the, with everything that happened with Mario, put a lot of shit into perspective is, like, trying to live every day of the force or whatever. But <clears throat> if the lights just go out and that's it, Mm -hmm. I'll never know it, but it scares the shit out of me. Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's the shit is like, that scares the shit out of me. But also let's just say that all these people who are churchgoers and Bible, they do everything. They do everything by the book, which they're taught, you know, and in every country that's different, like you can't show anything other than your, whatever the fuck your religion says. Um, then why is, why would the sin of murdering somebody be any different than cheating on my wife i think morally ethically as a person as a human you are you obviously know that one is worse than the other so absolutely you, you expect but, some things to be not forgiven but in religion you're but able- to my point that i brought up earlier to if you believe it to be adam and eve the biting of the apple or the forbidden fruit was the greatest sin yeah. It was the one thing God told you not to do. And you. And did you it. did. And then look at what we got now because they took a bite of the apple. And which now is, we got Jeffrey Dahmer. Yeah, we got Jeffrey Dahmer now. <laughs> so uh, that's what I'm that's what I'm asking. And then also like this shit like when reality gets slippery for me, maybe people don't know what that means, but like I get really uh on edge like I'm not a real person. This is a simulation. This is a simulation, which maybe it is. But like, and then like Apple, the Apple symbol being a bite taken out of the Apple. That's what their symbol is. I've never even thought about that. Yeah. And then, then like, essentially like you can fuck Microsoft, whatever. Apple or technology is kind of like transform the world in some kind of way. Yeah. We're like what was perceived to be a sin, you know, a thousand years ago, like people do every day now. Like, like magic? No, I'm just kidding. Ma- <laughs> I'm just kidding. Not magic, but like, um, what are the seven deadly sins? Uh, Gluttony is one of them, right? But uh, not being jealous of somebody. What's it called? Um, envy? Yeah. Envy is a fucking sin. But all these fucking, all these social medias do is make you envy people who have more money than you who are living a life yeah. that you can't live. Greed, gluttony, envy, pride. So, oh, I'm, I'm. Damn, you can't be prideful. 
Mm-mm. Damn, I'm I'm not sitting there. But that's what I'm saying is like, you think about it like these mass media companies. If you want to believe it to be true, and you're like a super religious person, then they're in some way, shape, or form like raising the lust. Oh yeah, all of it, all of it, man. All our of entire it. Like, lives, our entire our lives. Yeah, and you have to sit here and fucking not subside. Like, and that's another thing that I think of too is like these chicks only like this. I, don't, I the shit that I think of, I swear to God. I've heartburn like a motherfucker right now, by the way. These chicks with like OnlyFans also then have to go to like family dinners, which is funny as fuck to me. Like they post pictures of them like fingering themselves in bed at 9 a.m. But then also go to dinner with their parents at 5 p.m. It's fucking I, hilarious to me. I can't imagine. Like I will post a picture and I'm like, yeah, and then God. I even I'm like, I'm not liking that. Uh, but because like, this I'll is post the thing. a picture and then I'm like, fuck, I don't want anyone in my family. Like, I should just tell all everyone in my family, Shit. like, don't follow me. Yeah. But then at the same time, I'm like, fuck it. Like, my whole thing is I don't give a fuck. So yeah. I, I don't care. If if you're going to follow me, just know this is what you're going to see. And if you don't like it, it's on you to unfollow me. Yeah, but you want us to unfollow you? I don't give a shit. Yeah, because you be posting like, here's uh, my here's under, my here's my underboob, but also, uh, I can't say the word babe anymore. And yeah. I'm just like, oh, I have a question for you after this podcast ends. Okay. <laughs> don't let me forget it. But all, but I, but why, what? I'm, wait, why don't you want to bring it up on here? Well, because people listen to this shit, okay. and I'll bring it up. I don't give a fuck. But I don't want to piss. It didn't matter. But what I'm saying is, like, you post those pictures and you're like, and then you write, like, a, a very sweet, like, um, message to essentially Mario, right? right? And it's like, well, do I like the picture? Because it's a nice message. But also, my cousin, half of my cousin's tits are showing. <laughs> <laughs> like, you don't view me as a creep for liking it. But also, I kind of feel like a creep. For, like, and this is the thing. Like, if you have a, if somebody out there has a hot sister, I feel so bad for you. <laughs> like, imagine your sister being a 10 out of 10 and she posts some like shit in like lingerie and you're like, what's my sister? I got to support her. But also <laughs> she's hot as fuck. And like, I'm convinced that people who have sisters who are like hot as fuck, you can't ever not like look at them and be like, yeah, if the, yeah, I'd fuck. <laughs> That's, I could right? never look at any. No, I'm not. I, I, what I'm saying is, these. I mean, there's a couple of chicks out there that it doesn't matter what my relationship to them was. <laughs> I would do it. Right? I mean, every. Like, there's. Okay. Every female out there, every, uh, like, banging, like, hot chick out there has a father. <laughs> right and a mother obviously we all know that's how it works or you know per today's standards you might have two moms or two dads but you know what it really is um so then like does the dad go outside at like you know fucking 12 o'clock it's 95 degrees on a saturday and his fucking daughter is wearing uh like bikini that shows off half her ass and she's got big old fake tits and he's just like go swimming normally. Is that what happens? Yep. I don't think that's what happens. Because you don't see your children like that. <sighs> yeah. You, okay. 
That's what motherfuckers are saying. You know why? Because nobody's interviewed any of these fucking fathers out here with smoke shows as children. <laughs> right? I mean, I because these bitches are, they're out here trying to get every dollar for, this is the fucked up part is, all, they're all posting on fucking social media and have OnlyFans trying to get their dad's friend's money. Right? That would, I would, that would gross me out. What would gross you out? If my dad's but friend. As, yeah, but as a woman who has an OnlyFans, you have to be okay with the fact that like, right. you got like a third cousin who's trying to see you naked. That's so gross. But yes, you're right. Yeah, no shit. Thank God I don't have any fucking cousins that are starting OnlyFans. Or that are. I mean, I wouldn't, or that hot. Yeah. <laughs> like you said, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell uh, it like it is. Yeah, but also, yeah, that's, dude. And like, I, speaking of parents, I had this thought, like, I know this kind of all over the place. Like, we were like kind of sentimental in the beginning. And now we're going to talk about this. This would be my closing statement. The fact that everybody's here because somebody fucks somebody is hilarious to me. I want to know. Hold on. Hold on. And the funnier part of all that is, is like your parents are still fucking. Is the be- is the funniest thing to me. It's like, hey, as much as you don't want to accept it and you listening, listen to me right now, you stupid fuck. Your parents are still fucking. And that grosses me the fuck out. Because I know my dad's got, you know, he, I don't know if he's got a piece or he's got a hand. I don't know. I don't know what he's got based (laughs) on what, you know, he passed down. Can't be much. Uh, (laughs) I'm kidding. I'm I'm fucking burying myself with this podcast. But uh, I know that he's fucking, he walks around in his, you know, little skivvies on fucking Sunday mornings. And then I know that, you know, there's a possibility that that thing's got a little stank on it from the night before. That's so gross. It is gross to think about that my dad fucks my mom. (laughs) (laughs) But also your dad fucks your mom. Stop it. Whatever. Your dad sucks. Your mom sucks your dad's dick. Think about that. that. Think about that. I don't want to. I look at my mom and I look at my mom and I'm like, there's no way she gives a good (laughs) blowjob. You fucking idiots Because you guys are Because you're Because everybody's that person In somebody's life Like if I have a kid Then I'm gonna be that person That is getting their dick sucked at 60 Maybe If I can still get it hard But also like Everybody's parents fucks So you can sit here And not think about it But like Gavin is Well You know So the last But like You know what what I'm saying The very 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 Last time Mario and I had sex. It was a few days before he passed away. Was it good? It was amazing for me. Poor guy didn't get to finish because my son walked in the room. Hell yeah, dude. Did he know what was going on? He had to have. See, this is the shit that I'm talking about. I've never walked in on my parents. But like if that door's locked for long enough, they're fucking. So our door did not have a lock on it. And the kids were supposed to be asleep. And Gavin comes walking in and Mario's on top of me. So, I mean, I don't know how you explain that. And, um, like, would you rather, would you rather get caught by your parents having sex or catch your parents having sex? I'd rather get caught. I would rather get caught. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. I never want to see my parents having sex. That is so bad. The fact that they still fuck is a crime to me. 
<laughs> the two bad bodies just slamming into each other <laughs> is so gross to me. And there's some of you fucking idiots out there that are 19 or 20 or 30, whoever. You got bad bodies too. Ain't nobody trying to watch you fuck either. I don't want to watch myself. I want to. I've, wa- I've watched myself have sex. I've, I've had always, people record it. Well, I've always had. And not not because I. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That'll do it. Sometimes you gotta it's, it's called self-scouting. You gotta know what you look like when you're having sex. Well, I know Mario really liked mirrors. I never looked. But I'm Hell the type, yeah. like, I, I would be the one, like, I close my eye. Like, if I'm not looking at you in the eyes, I'm my eyes are closed. Yeah, but all, we've talked about it. Like, too much eye contact during sex is kind of creepy. Well, that's why, yeah, exactly. It, I'm not no, staring much, at him You know what? Time. You know what? Too much eye contact with no words is creepy. You gotta be, if you're looking me dead in my eyes, say something to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Say something yeah. a little dirty to me. But also, we're, if we could either just kiss me. Yeah. Like, That's why? What you have pe- to do. It's eye contact, kiss. Kissing. Eye contact. But you kiss with your eyes open? No. Yeah, no. Oh, I do. You got to kiss with your eyes well, open. Well, I kiss with my eyes open until somebody else's eyes are open. Then I close it real quick and pretend like I didn't see it. That is so weird. No, I generally kiss with my eyes closed. But sometimes I'm like, let's open them up, see what happens. <laughs> and then their eyes are closed. I'm like, I'm going to close my eyes again. <laughs> you you open your eyes to make sure their it's eyes like are closed. It's like we're playing hide and seek. <laughs> like why are we closing our eyes? So when I was getting tattooed today, he, he didn't close his eyes. I hope, <laughs> dude. I feel so fucking bad for him. Like the whole time, I was like, I am so sorry. You're farting you, a lot. No, oh, because oh, okay. he had to touch up this shitty fucking tattoo that I got from when I was 19, and he did it because. I'm pretty sure he was embarrassed that his brand new beautiful piece of work on my back was right, was against right next to this yeah. piece of shit. And so he he touched up this old tattoo for me and I'm there and because he didn't it wasn't his work and it's not something that he had drawn out that he could reference. He would he's tattooing and he'd stop and he'd look at it and he'd look confused like what the fuck do I do now like yeah. where do I go with this I'm gonna have to post a picture so people can see what I'm talking about but I even like apologize like I'm so sorry like I I know you're really regretting you know saying and agreeing to doing this and I'm sure that this draws a line and so as he like is working his way down the tattoo. Honestly, everything you said so far sounds like a guy having sex with a Shepat chick. Okay. If so, we just if we just put this audio and said like <laughs> it sounds perfect. So as he's working his way down the tattoo, See? the tattoo gets worse towards my hips. Yeah, it's they like, usually do. It's like the, the, it's the still, by the way, it still fits. Yeah. The original <laughs> tattoo artist just didn't give a fuck at that point. Mm-hmm. And so he's like down at the very last bit of the tattoo and he's mm-hmm. like, he really just didn't, yep. he, he gave up. it in. He gave up at this point. And I'm yep. like, yeah, he did. Like it's, he was mad at me. I said, and you're going to understand why once you get there, you're going to understand why he was pissed the fuck off when you, it's time for you to finish. Um, mm-hmm. because it was bad. Anyways, this, I wasn't even going to talk about that. What was I going to say though? I mean, this um, seems like exactly what you're going to say. I honestly, like everything you said fit perfectly, but also like, Oh no, this is what I was going to bring up. So right. yes, I went today to get my tattoo and a song comes on and it's fucking Larry June. I hate Larry June. Mm. I am not a fan of his music. Nah. I am sorry. 
But to me, it sounds like he's just writing in his diary and then rapping out what he wrote. Well, it sounds like that plus trying too hard to be from the Bay Area. Right. Yeah. So one of his lines was, I Here don't like tongue kissing, but I got this dick for you. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. I even had to stop and question, is this what he said? Hey, everybody clip this. Clip it this clip it right now. Start it in two seconds. If that's your line, Larry June, if that's your line, you're bad at sex. That's what I said. You're that's bad exactly at sex. You're I bad. At, you're bad at sex. That is exactly if your what I line said. is, I don't like tongue kissing, but I have this dick for you. <laughs> right. I can guarantee that anybody who's fucked you isn't. A happy customer. That is exactly what I said. Because yeah. if you don't like tongue kissing. Bro, by then, the way. And, so, and then I said, wait, so then if he doesn't like tongue kissing, then if he's getting a blowjob, she shouldn't use her tongue on that either. Well, then, right? he, he, like, well he's fucking stupid because he didn't think it out. That's the problem. And it's a problem with a lot of these fucking idiots that are making music. They're not thinking what the fuck they're saying. Bro, I'm so fucking sick of. Oh, I can't believe we're talking about rap music now um <laughs> i'm so fucking sick of rappers dude you fucking idiots like imagine like imagine growing up in the hood through like the struggle of all that and then glorifying that to masses as if like that's something to be proud of <laughs> And then people, then people who aren't from that struggle strive to be like you. Yeah. Like that is the dumbest shit of all time to me. Like I love rap. I do love rap music. I used to love rap music. Let me qualify this. I used to love rap music when it was good. Right. This shit now is fucking bad. It's so bad. And like you can you can say that's like a matter of uh, of personal taste or whatever, but it's not. It's not because like nobody from now is going to be considered the goat. Yeah, none none of them. It's honestly, in some ways, the worst. No, I'll say this: two two thousand and eight to two thousand and. Actually, I'll go 2010 to 2018. Maybe some of the worst music ever made. Okay. Right? Like, name somebody, like, that you, like, you're going to really, you're going to really, like, listen to the rest of your life. Because rock music's gone. That's just out. Like, from the 60s until the mid, the early 90s, like, that was the biggest shit in the world. Rock, like mm-hmm. different versions of rock, right? right? <clears throat> then rap took over mid mid to late 90s. You know, there's also pop music. And Britney Spears is crazy dumbass was in there too. Rap music is the worst thing, in my opinion, that's ever happened to music. No, I think it's just right now we have some really... It's weak b- rappers dude you have people dude fucking 50 cent was like the biggest thing in the world right when we were growing right. up 
we were like what 19 20 years old nelly was huge nelly i love nelly but like they weren't talking about like the shit that these motherfuckers are talking about now like no. all they talk about is doing drugs. drugs and fucking chicks yeah which i guess they were talking about then too but also like they were more creative with their words. They used yeah, why, their words. Why were why why are rappers getting killed so much more now than in the past? It's 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 sad, really. And it's because a lot of them want to act like they're fucking hard and they they put out these like announcements like like come yeah, at me. Right? Oh, fucking idiots. First of all, I would if I was rich and famous, you would never know where I am. And the fact that like these people like they First of all, like the fucking stupidest shit of all time is all your favorite rappers are getting killed and 6 9 still walks around. Which is <laughs> hilarious to me. Because like all these guys are like real G's and like, like, oh, I'm a real gangster, whatever the fuck you want to say. But like also like 6 9 he snitched and he also is still alive. But have you watched like the whole... His whole documentary. Who? All of that, 6 9 Dude, I don't have to because I could tell you right now, if I got rich and famous and then a group of like thugs were around me and they started doing some criminal shit and like because I wanted to be tough, I started doing some shit. But then also I could face 60 years to life or snitch and get out. I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to snitch on you. I See, don't know you. Normally in situations like this, where you have Dude, think the about money. The, also, I just wanted to just like, for everybody listening, think about the range of this podcast of, yeah, that we were talking about earlier and where we're at now. I know. Go okay. ahead. So when you are in a gang or you're you're in one of these okay. settings, right? Are you, do you think that you are the gang aficionado? Do you think that you... Listen. Hey, do you know who my husband was? Yeah, but he wasn't in you, a gang. He wasn't in a gang. He was never in a gang. He he was never in a gang. But yeah, I know do who you he know all the shit I sat through and listened to and watched. Yeah, I'm sure. So, in the streets, okay. First of all, the streets are where I, I guess if you're gonna call where he grew up the streets, then I grew up in the streets. Okay. Maybe I'll get to tell my fucking story here. Go ahead. Essentially, what is supposed to happen when you have somebody that's bringing in the money, like six nine was? He was the money, right? Yeah. Someone else is supposed to take the fall. The fall. Yeah, but on Rico cases, they all go down now. Anybody connected, like that's what Giuliani did to the mob. He or was it the it was the mob? Yeah, he connected them all to one case, and they all went down. So there is no like you go down for this shit now. If you're in, if you're part of a criminal criminal like organization, organization, you guys all go down. And that's why, like, what's his name, Young Thug, is went down with his whole mob, and like they're all still in jail because ain't none of them snitching. All right, bet. Well, young Young Thug had fucking. Let's just say four, $30 million in the bank. Now he's sitting in goddamn prison cell because he ain't trying to snitch because he'll lose his credibility. Yeah. I, I'm sorry. I'd rather have no fucking credibility with $30 million than all the incredibil- yeah. credibility in the world and eating PB&Js in fucking prison. Fuck off. Like you, yeah. the fucking, these, oh, I'm a gangbanger shit. Like that shit ain't cool. Who told y'all that shit was cool? 
It's people that didn't have. Oh, you can call you can nah, and that's not even that. Like, there's people, there's there's stories of like rich kids going down and being part of some gangs because and they, like they because they think it's cool and that's what they they that shit ain't never been cool. Any of you motherfuckers who think that gang banging is cool, you guys are fucking retarded. Yeah. Sorry to use that word, but y'all are fucking stupid as fuck. For real. If you think going and gang banging is cool, you guys are fucking stupid. There's better things to do with your life. Yeah, because then all those motherfuckers, like, it ain't real. Like, these mother, they're just shooting at people now. They ain't really, like, fighting and shit. Like, imagine being in a time where you were gang banging and, like, the credibility of your gang was based on, like, like, the fact that you guys were, like, all, like, could throw hands and were like good fighters and all you got to do is like have the most guns <laughs> right like you could be a, the thing is like most of these gangbangers are fucking pussies honestly the new one the, yeah no, no most of them 90 percent of gangbangers are fucking pussies i'll just right straight up they are i'm not scared i okay, well, i'm a, hey, I, let's not put this stuff out there because we were just talking I don't about give a fuck. why are people getting killed yeah so much that's fine my life challenge hey dude people. i my chapter's been written we already know that what i'm saying is but you can still yeah, but, end uh, it I don't care, but I don't yeah okay but you guys are pussies if you're if you have to shoot at somebody like you're a pussy like you can't cause you don't want to like the problem with it is now is like you motherfuckers are too scared to take an L you guys don't want to get your ass beat by somebody like I'm not gonna sit here and pretend like I can beat somebody's ass right I'm I'm sure I'll probably get my ass beat by a lot of people but I'm definitely not gonna shoot you like, if we have beef, like, I'm just going to, uh, we, we can fight, I guess. I don't want to do that either because I'm a pussy, right? It's also because people don't value life. life. Not so much that they don't value their own life, but they don't value other people's lives. And they don't, they don't care about the ripple effect that that one death causes. And, or they want to make sure that it really fucking Hurts so like in the show Life After Death like let's bring this back around. I can I get, say something? Okay. I do want to sit by the fact of what I said though. What? I'm, all gangbangers are pussies, but I just wanted I just wanted to clarify that before because I think it takes more of a man to go live an honest life and work a nine to five than a pussy who's like trapping and fucking doing their shit. You're not a real man. You're a pussy. That's how I feel because I think that those people they take lives away from people who. Uh, they go out and they uh, try to earn uh, like an honest living and like these gangbangers or whatever the fuck you like want to call yourselves. In my opinion, you guys are scared of little bitches. We're scared of what the re- repercussions of life really is. You're too scared to live an honest life and go get a nine to five and like struggle in life. But you want to go do some hood shit because like that in- it earned you some credibility in some sense. Does that make sense? Yeah. Back to your... So, in one of the episodes, he's reading this one guy that had a cousin that was murdered. And they beat the shit out of him. They tortured him. They lit him on fire. Threw him in a field. Like, they couldn't... He was talking about how in gangs, like you go into this killing this person with the intent of making it to where the family cannot have an open casket. You Mm want to make sure it hurts their mom. You want to make sure it hurts their entire family. They don't give a shit. They don't care at all. And I don't, I don't know if it's 
maybe they don't fully understand the repercussions of it all. Who? Um, Like everybody who's murdering these people? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. To feel that, or, or they like to feel powerful. Like it's the sense of feeling like God, like, but it's not God because you're not like taking life. Doesn't make you God. The grim reaper does. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fucking being a stand up guy and fucking, uh, leaving it in too long in your wife and making life that way. That makes you more like God than a pussy with a gun. Like that doesn't make you God. Like, I could be a pussy and just, you know, have sex with a four and leave it in too long. I made life. You just took life. You know what I mean? Like, and, I don't. And What? There's also a whole other hell for women. That Who like have abortions? To, no. That uh, like. See, to, that's a thing, though. That but, like to lie about oh, being yeah. pregnant. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> hold on. Yeah, I agree with you, but I don't know what we're doing right now. I'm talking about like pe- women that. But like, why are you br- why are you bringing this up? I'm bringing because it was a topic today um, when I was getting a tattoo. We were talking about pregnancies and stuff oh, like this. Okay. And um, you know, like April Fools comes around, and a lot of women Shh. are like, "Hey, I'm pregnant," and they're really not like. Or you want to fuck with someone's emotions and see how they would respond if you said, "Oh, I'm pregnant," and. Mm-hmm. See if you get the answer that you want out of it. I, um, there's a whole other, there's a separate hell for women like that. You mean liars? Liars, yeah, sure. But more so women who intentionally try to hurt someone. Especially with like a pregnancy thing. Because that's exactly. like life altering. It is life altering. When I, I purposely got pregnant with Gavin... I purposely tried to get pregnant. And when I got that pregnancy test back and it said I was pregnant, my life flashed before my eyes. And I knew what the (laughs) fuck I was signing up for. So for you to tell someone that you're pregnant when you're not, fuck off. That's just, that's wild as fuck to me because for some people, like they don't, like for some people that's all they like nah. so like for example for like some women like that's all they've imagined and they can't have kids right so then for you to be a person who isn't pregnant and then to hold that over the head of somebody right like a man right mm-hmm. and to play so willfully with it while there's people in the world who like physically cannot get pregnant is yeah. like so fucked up yeah that's why if you notice around, I keep wanting to say 4th of July, it's not. If you notice around April Fool's, you'll have a lot of women that have had infertility problems or had multiple miscarriages put out things like, hey, just a reminder, pregnancy is not a joke. So don't yeah. use that as a practical joke on April 1st because it's not fucking funny. Because there are people that struggle with these issues every yeah. day. And... You're just out here making and up And lives. a lot of people are, I didn't even think about this until you just said it, but a lot of people are like really fucking around Christmas time and like around New Year's trying to make New Year's resolutions. Got a lot of babies born in August and September, huh? Um, so what do you, what are they trying to do? 
Because like the undoubtedly keep warm and they just have an accident. <laughs> undoubtedly, like my parents had, you know, sex. I I would no, my birthday's in November. Well, I could say like, oh, it was a uh it was like a um a Valentine's thing, right? I guess you can say that. If you track out my yeah. if you track out my if you go nine months from my brother being born, it's like my mom's birthday. I think. So when I was pregnant with Gavin and I was, do you know when you, you know, when you got pregnant? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wait, do I know like, like what, like what sex specific? Yeah. Like what day it was that I got pregnant? No, I don't know that. Um, but But you know, you're like, Hey, we were fucking around this time. Well, so actually with Gavin, because like I said, he was planned a few months had gone by where I hadn't gotten pregnant. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, I know people that got pregnant on accident. Hella easy. Here I am trying. Why am I not getting pregnant? So I started taking ovulation tests to Mm -hmm. see like when I'm ovulating. And um, I got pregnant right after that. So I could kind of gauge like oh yeah this is when it happened uh and that was in the month of august um so i got pregnant sometime in august with gavin and then i think yeah and then see but with sadie sadie is like the immaculate conception well because let me explain mario and i were about to get married we were two three months out from our wedding mm-hmm. and we decided you know what we live together we have a son together let's make our wedding night special we're not going to have sex anymore like we're not going to we're going to wait until our wedding night we went and had engagement photos done and we came home and we had sex yeah okay that was the last so much time for that wedding night huh? <laughs> yeah i know that was the last time that we had sex But if you look at the timing of everything, it doesn't make sense because I should have, when I got my pregnancy test and it said positive, and when I went to my ultrasound appointment, based off of like my last period and based off of all of that, I should have been much further along. So like at my first ultrasound, I should have already been nine weeks pregnant. I was barely measuring at five weeks. So the timing of everything just does not make sense from when my last period was to when we had sex to when I got pregnant. And I will never forget. I got up one morning to get ready for work and I walk into the bathroom and I take my shirt off to put another shirt on and I looked at my boobs and I was like, holy shit, you're pregnant. You're fucking pregnant. And then um, this is around the time our grandpa passed away mm-hmm. because I, I, I took a pregnancy test one week exactly after Papa died and it was came back positive. But I remember I looked in the mirror and I was like, you're pregnant. And I was right. Just something, just something told me. So it was just like living in there. Yeah. I don't know what the the girl sperm, like you said the other day, right? The girl sperm. So if you didn't know, male sperm 
die fast. They swim fast and they die fast. Mm-hmm. Female sperms, they swim slow and they live longer. Yeah. So Sounds he, a lot like life. Yeah. Fucking nice. bitches out here. You know? So the little Sadie sperm must have been like living there forever. And I swear, I don't. She's the immaculate. Cons- she was a miracle baby. I well, I think that's like a lo- you're loosely saying that immaculate conception. But they nobody was involved, right? That's right. what they say, it, it, right? Which is it's probably how, I think that's how I was born. Honestly, <laughs> your parents never had sex. I don't think they did. I've never heard them have sex, but thank God, right? You ever think about that? Like, like. And so like it's flipped now for you like you're like I never heard my parents have sex thank the lord but also like thank god they did well yeah but like think about that like for everybody who's mad depressed in their life like you were the person that won <laughs> you know what I mean like if you think that you're a piece of shit you were the one that won yeah you got Out the of golden egg millions of thousands I don't know how what the number is I don't know what kind of blanks your dad is shooting. But, like, you were the one. But then also, like, when you have a fuck-up of a kid, you're like, could what, another one not have made it before this guy? <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, how is this the best How is one? this the best? And that's what I think about when I jack off by myself. And it's just like, there it is in the toilet. That could have been Michael Jordan. <laughs> just flushed down the toilet. You never know what you're doing. You, and that like that's that's my closing statement on this episode is you don't know the repercussions of your actions. Right? Right. Nobody really ever does. So when you're masturbating, maybe just do it into a cup and save it. <laughs> but that's not how it works. What do you mean? You can't just like put it in your own freezer. Why not? What do you what is the technology that those fucking idiots at the lab have that I don't? I'll put it in my freezer and, and dethaw it and then like just dump it in her. That's so gross. What is the actual technology? I don't know, but I'm pretty like, isn't sure. Is it called in vitro? Just it's called in vitro, right? Yeah. But you can also make it to where your kid has like you can pick the genetics. That- gene select. Mm-hmm. You'd be like, I want him to have green eyes. But how fucking I don't want one of those kids. How fucking selfish and um I don't know. If you're if you're picking what color your kid's eyes are gonna be You're a fucking idiot. You're, you shouldn't be a parent. No, you shouldn't be. Not one. No, because then what are you gonna do when your kid's fat? But I do Is I, that a is that, I'm I'm gonna ask you, because you're a mother. But it's because you're the only mother that's in this room. Essentially, that's why I'm asking you. I don't have any kids because I grew up as a fucking fat kid. And like I look back at pictures, I'm like, I wasn't as fat as I thought I was. And I think that's large, like uh, 75% of my life. I'm like, oh, I wasn't as fat as I thought I was. Um, When you have kids, do you like worry? Like when you watch them eat and you're like, I don't want you to have those body dysmorphia. Like, do you worry about that? I don't ever okay so it's there is a there is a fine line because you don't want your children to obsess over their weight and you don't want them to make so make them self-conscious about it mm-hmm. um, but at the same time you need to be aware of things right so 
I remember like listening to your mom tell you guys when you were little, no, you can't you have stop any eating more chips. chips and shit. Yeah, yeah, you can't have. She that was piece such of a cake. bitch. And, I, and remember, I look at pictures and I'm like, I was never that fat. And I remember thinking, my God, like she's so mean about it. Like, yeah, she was mean. It's because she grew up fat. So, but so but then that puts it into perspective. Is she knows what it's like, and she didn't want that for you guys. And so yeah. I do that. I I catch myself doing that with my kids now. Like there's a time and a place to have certain things, but you. It needs to be limited. Yeah, but I also don't want a kid that's like super like shredded his whole life because then he's going to turn into a fucking asshole because they all do like all those kids who face no adversity essentially turn into little fucking assholes because they feel entitled. Yeah, they're they're the ones that they're the ones that are raping chicks in college and shit because they're entitled little pricks. They've never faced any fucking adversity. You know what I mean? Like and the first chick that tells him you got a little dick, he hits her. Yeah. Like those Basically. fucking kids, those fucking frat boys. We know who they are. Chad. We know their names. <laughs> we know their names. That's the thing. It's like everybody's got their shit, right? Yeah. Like you see a hot, like I see these hot chicks and I'm like, man, she's fucking hot. But then I got to sit there and I think like, imagine her at fucking, fucking 830 in the morning. She takes a sip of coffee and she goes in the bathroom and she's pushing his shit out <laughs> she's not hot then right nobody's hot Nobody in that moment hot 100 percent of the time yeah imagine walking in on, on that hot chick wiping her ass she's not hot you might offer to help oh i'll do it for her <laughs> i'll fucking hose her down in the backyard <laughs> that's what i'm saying is nobody's that hot no right nobody's hot, too hot like, I'm going to start approaching these fucking tens and just tell them they're dogs. Because not, they've been told their whole lives. Huh? Knock them down Because they've been told their whole lives that they're fucking tens. Yeah. Now, nah, fuck you, bitch. Like, you... You don't fuck like a fat girl is what I'm going to tell them. <laughs> You're unappreciative. They're not, they're not appreciative. Man, that's a part of that's part of like what I said. Like all these hot chicks got OnlyFans now, right? But then also, if you go on their Insta, like you, like you see, like they fucking, they have like let's say three hundred thousand followers on Instagram, right? Uh-huh. And they're fucking banging. We've seen them. And you see Linktree, and you're like, hold on now, let's see. And you view, and it says OnlyFans, and you're like, this bitch is fucking posting wholesome pictures with her friends. Her parents, her cut. She's posting whatever she posts. But then if you fucking pay $7.99 a month, you get to see her finger her pussy on a balcony in Tulum. (laughs) This is what I'm saying is these, they're not as hot as you think they are. Everything has a price. It just. Everything's got a price. $7.99. You know, I get to see her fucking show her tits in Tulum. But if I, because I've been on OnlyFans. Let's, well, who are we fucking kidding? I've, I've lost, never been. I've lost my money there. I'll show you some things. Yeah, can I would love to see that. Yeah, I'll show you some things. Okay. Um, but you pay, you know, some chicks are out here fucking charging 30 a month. It's just be subscribed to their fucking page. And then if they do some crazy shit, they send it in a DM and they're like, give me $200 to unlock this. I will have, I will go on record now 
I will never pay two hundred dollars to see a naked. Like I'm, I won't pay a lot to see a naked girl because I can go on. I can type in naked girl and see (laughs) a million of them. Yeah. But these chicks, that's how these chicks are making their money. And then, and then they're going to have the audacity. This is the shit that drives me crazy. They're going to have the audacity to fucking, at some point in time, whether it be in two years, in 10 years, to fucking tell their kid to go brush their teeth and get ready to school, get ready to go to school. Think about that audacity that you you were selling pictures of your tits on Instagram and now you're yelling at your kid that they need to be they need to go brush their teeth and go to school because well, it's better they, for th- they want a better life for their children. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, but what if you're you go raise a hot girl? Then she's going to then you tell her then what are you going to tell her? It's fine, sweetie. Just work on go do squats in the gym, do hip thrusts and you can sell pictures of your asshole online. For fucking 200 grand. That that shit doesn't last. No. Well, that's like, I, I think about my career. Like, how long can I actually do photography? Yeah, but all these stupid motherfuckers want pictures taken of them. But, but there's going to come a point where I'm the old person. Yeah, so what? Uh, so, and like, I'm irrelevant. Oh, you mean the person who takes better pictures than Becky, who's been doing it for six months because it was her passion? In high school. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Like... If you have a clientele, like these, if you hope they live 60 years and they want to take pictures, we're like, this is our 50th, whatever their anniversary is. And they're like, dude, you, what you should do is start doing those fucking hot girl fucking, um, photo session sessions where they were like, I'm barely clothed, but I want to be sexy. I'll help you edit. (laughs) Okay. I'm sure they'd love that. They would. You want to know why? Why? Because women love attention. Oh my god! All right. Well, with that, I'm really fucking tired. Yeah, I gotta pee I, really bad. I feel bad. like I'm like zoning out. I gotta pee. We're gonna be back soon. We'll oh, have we a live are episode. Doing a live. We're doing Friday night live. Um. So join us, drink with us, and we're gonna do a live question and answer. So, um, get your questions ready to. Yeah, but not everybody. Not everybody's gonna be answered. Let's tell them. No, everyone's gonna be answered. Stephen is gonna moderate them again. Mm -hmm. Um, so it will. So they're not gonna be able to ask questions during the live. They have to submit the questions beforehand. Mm -hmm. Um, that way Stephen could manage the chat and do the. Yeah, Yeah, got it. Um, so that's how we're going to do the question and answer, but we're going to answer them live on Instagram mm-hmm. while recording and we're going to see how it goes. So mm-hmm. Friday night live, you'll get more information tomorrow on Instagram. Tomorrow is Thursday, right? Tomorrow yes. Thursday. So more information tomorrow. Yep. All right. Peace. See you later. idiots. <laughs> <laughs>